and welcome back to our podcast, Myth Machine. In the last episode, we told the story of Ra, the sun god of ancient Egypt. His job was to pull the sun from the east side of the sky to the west side, and at night, he would die and travel through 12 rooms of the underworld. Each room had a different meaning, and it could have had a giant snake to kill him, or it could have had the god of death himself. However, in this episode, we're going to tell the Russian folktale of Baba Yaga. She is a creepy old lady who was partially meant to terrify Russian children. Sometimes she would help travelers, and sometimes she would travel with death and eat newly dead souls. We really hope you enjoy listening to the story, and we'll hope you'll tune in for the next one. children for years. She is described as an old witch or an ogre's trio of sisters who all share the same name. Most of the tales about her take place at her hut or house, which is in the middle of the woods, and it stands and walks around on chicken legs and has a rooster's head as a roof. Her house is also surrounded by a fence made with human bones. Other accounts of this fence say that it is topped with skulls of various humans and animals. All the visual depictions of Baba Yaga say that she is a skinny old lady with iron teeth and a nose so long that it touches the ceiling when she lays down to go to sleep. She is said to travel with death on his missions and eat the newly dead souls. Most stories of her take place in her house, and they basically start with her in her kitchen around the stove that goes from one end of her hut to the other. Her stove is so large because the usual punishment for people that don't do what she asks or does it wrong is being cooked and eaten. Even though she has a big appetite and devours many people, she is sometimes known as the bony one. It has never been clear whether she is good or evil since she follows her own objective and she only does what she feels like. Sometimes she helps heroes find what they're looking for or do their tasks. Other times she will ask for something in return that is usually very hard or she'll refuse to help. If she ever makes a promise, she keeps it. She also never goes out looking for anyone They all come to seek out her help, or they accidentally stumble upon her hut and find her help useful. The two most famous stories about her are the peasant children and Vesalia the Beautiful. Vesalia the Beautiful was sent to do a task for her stepmother and ventured too far out into the woods to find light. She stumbled upon Baba Yaga and asked her for help. Baba Yaga told Vesalia to do tasks and then she would help her. However, these tasks were very difficult. 
Vasalia completed these tasks, and Baba Yaga gave her a school lantern that lit her way home and immediately cremated her mean stepmother and the rest of her family so she could live happily ever after with the Tsar of Russia. In this story, Baba Yaga helped Vasalia and is cruel to her. When Vasalia is still at Baba Yaga's hut, three of her servants come by on horseback. One is white, one is red, and one is black. Vasalia asked who they are, and Baba Yaga said, they are the day, the sun, and the night. This response is speculated to mean that Baba Yaga could possibly meet Mother Nature and has many more powers than she lets on. The tale of the peasant children go like this. Somewhere, I cannot tell you exactly where, but certainly in vast Russia, there lived a peasant with his wife and they had twins, son and daughter. One day, the wife died and the husband mourned over her very sincerely for a long time. One year passed and two years and even longer, but there is no order in a house without a woman, and a day came when the man thought, if I marry again, possibly it would all turn out all right. And so he did, and had children by his second wife. The stepmother was envious of the stepson and daughter, and began to use them hardly. She scolded them without any reason, sent them away from home as often as she wished, and gave them scarcely enough to eat. Finally, she wanted to get rid of them altogether. The wicked thought goes all over time, like a poisonous plant and slowly kills the good thoughts. A wicked feeling was growing in the stepmother's heart and she determined to send the children to the witch, thinking sure enough that they would never return. Dear children, she said to the orphans, go to my grandmother who lives in the forest in a hut on hen's feet. You will do everything she wants you to and she will give you sweet things to eat and you will be happy. The orphans started out but instead of going to the witch, the sister, a bright little girl, took her brother by the hand and ran to their old, old grandmother and told her all about their going to the forest. Oh, my poor darlings, said the good old grandmother, pitying the children. My heart aches for you, but it is not in my power to help you. You have to go not to a loving grandmother, but to a wicked witch. Now listen to me, my darlings, she continued. I will give you a hint. Be kind and good to everyone. Do not speak ill words to anyone. Do not despise helping the weakest and always hope that for you too, there will be the needed help. The good old grandmother gave the children some delicious fresh milk to drink and each a big slice of ham. She also gave them some cookies. There are cookies everywhere. And when the children departed, she stood looking after them a long, long time. The obedient children arrived at the forest, and wonder, there stood a hut, and what a curious one. It stood on tiny hen's feet, and at the top was a rooster's head. With their shrill, childish voices, they called out, Turn thy back to the forest, and thy front to us. The hut did as they commanded. The two orphans looked inside and saw the witch resting there, her head near the threshold, one foot in one corner, and the other foot in another corner on her knees quite close to the ridgepole. I feel the Russian spirit, claimed the witch. The children were afraid and stood close, very close together, but in spite of their fear, they said very politely, 
Grandmother, our stepmother sent us to thee to serve thee. All right, I am not opposed to keeping you children. If you satisfy all of my wishes, I shall reward you. If not, I shall eat you up. Without any delay, the witch ordered the girl to spin the thread, and the boy, her brother, to carry water in a sieve to fill a big tub. The poor orphan, orphan girl wept at her spinning wheel and wiped away her bitter tears. At once, all around her appeared small mice squeaking and saying, Sweet girl, do not cry. Give us cookies and we will help thee. The little girl willingly did so. Now, gratefully squeaked the mice, go and find the black cat. He is very hungry. Give him a slice of ham and he will help thee. The girl speedily went in search of the cat and saw her brother in great distress about the tub. So many times he had felt the sieve, yet the tub was still dry. The little birds passed flying nearby and chirped to the children. Kind-hearted little children, give us some crumbs and we will advise you. The orphan gave the birds some crumbs and the grateful birds chirped again. Some clay and water, children dear. Then away they flew through the air. The children understand the hint, spat in the sieve, plastered it up with clay, and filled the tub in a very short time. Then they both returned to the hut, and on the threshold met the black cat. They generously gave him some of the good ham, which their good grandmother had given them, petted them, and asked, Dear kitty cat, black and pretty, tell us what to do in order to get away from thy mistress, the witch. Well, very seriously answered the cat, I will give you a towel and a comb, and then you must run away. When you hear the witch running after you, drop the towel behind your back, and a large river will appear in place of the towel. If you hear her once more, throw down the comb, and in place of the comb, there will appear a dark wood. This wood will protect you from the witch, my mistress. Baba Yaga came home just then. Is it not wonderful, she thought? Everything is exactly right. Well, she said to the children, Today you are brave and smart. Let us see tomorrow. Your work will be more difficult, and I hope I shall eat you up. The poor orphans went to bed, not to a warm bed prepared by loving hands, but on the straw in a cold corner. Nearly scared to death from fear, they lay there, afraid to talk, afraid even to breathe. The next morning, the witch ordered all of the linen to be woven, a large supply of firewood to be brought from the forest. The children took the towel and comb and ran away as fast as their feet could possibly carry them. The dogs were after them, but they threw them the cookies that were left. The gates did not open themselves, but the children smoothed them with oil. The birch tree near the path almost scratched their eyes out, but the gentle girl fastened a pretty ribbon to it. So they went farther and farther and ran out of the dark forest into the wide, sunny fields. The cat sat down by the loom and tore the thread to pieces, doing it with delight. Baba Yaga returned. Where are the children? She shouted and began to beat the cat. Why hast thou let them go, thou treacherous cat? Why hast thou not scratched their faces? The cat answered. Well, it was because I have served thee for so many years and thou hast never given me a bite, while the dear children gave me some good ham. The witch scolded the dogs, the gates, and the birch tree near the path. Well, barked the dogs, thou certainly art our mistress, but thou hast never done us a favor, and the orphans were kind to us. The gates replied, 
We were always ready to obey thee, but thou didst neglect us, and the dear children smoothed us with oil. The birch tree lips with his leaves. Thou hast never put a simple thread over my branches, and the little darlings adorn them with a pretty ribbon. Baba Yaga understood that there was no help and started to follow the children herself. In her great hurry, she forgot to look for the towel and the comb, but jumped astride a broom and was off. The children heard her coming and threw the towel behind them. At once, a river, wide and blue, appeared and watered the field. Baba Yaga hopped along the shore until she finally found a shower place and crossed it. Again, the children heard her hurry after them, and so they threw down the comb. This time, a forest appeared, a dark and dusty forest in which the roots were interwoven, the branches matted together, and the treetops touching each other. The witch tried very hard to pass through, but in vain, and so very, very angry, she returned home. The orphans rushed to their father, told them all about their great distress, and thus concluded their pitiful story. Ah, father, dear, why dost thou love us less than our brothers and sisters? The father was touched and became angry. He sent the wicked stepmother away and lived a new life with his good children. From that time, he watched over their happiness and never neglected them anymore. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Myth Machine. Next week, we'll be talking about the legend of Robin Hood. You can find our podcast on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Radio Public, and Pocket Cast.